everybody <laughs> welcome to answer choice e all of the above my name's jess i'm sarah <laughs> why are, are we so today? off today because i'm exhausted you're exhausted why because i literally moved furniture every single day this week except for wednesday really yeah fun mm. Mm. i work at an emporium or a resale shop that's a non-profit mm-hmm and I get paid. I'm an employee. But I had to work with uh, my employer and move furniture and price furniture. I'm glad I could help her, you know? Yeah. But my body hates me. You're like, I'm happy to help, but yeah. my body is not. Exactly. Gotcha. I took Thursday off of work mm-hmm. for a little me time, I guess, and I spent... That partially taking care of my sister. And then today, my sister and her friend came over. They are both 12. And played Minecraft all day. That is so boring. Yes. But that's what they wanted to do. So that's what happened. Were you um, ever allowed to just sit inside all day as a kid? No. And do nothing? Absolutely not. Yeah, no. Neither. My parents literally forced me out of the house. Growing up, I wasn't even, like, allowed to have a game system. Me neither. Like, I didn't have anything. Yeah. The first thing I ever had was a DS Lite. And I had an SP, but it was a hand-me-down. Yeah. My, um, my grandpa got me the DS, and I was attached to it for probably two months and then it came in handy on road trips and stuff oh yeah or yeah, yeah, yeah. and then later on band trips and yeah school like trips freaking picto chat was the place to oh be. my gosh yes you I, remember that oh i do oh, Heck yeah. i took it to every like uil competition everything yeah but it's a good way to make friends i've never been a really big like gamer or anything yeah, the one that's either. recently like actually the only game that's ever really 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 gotten my attention was my mom recently bought a Switch, and that's what they were playing Minecraft on. Mm-hmm. Well, I splurged and bought myself the um, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yeah, I've seen I'm, that game. I'm addicted to it. Mm-hmm. Like, not addicted. Is. I don't play it all the time, but, like, when I do, I'm, like, mm-hmm. playing it. Yeah. I got addicted to the How to Train Your Dragon mobile app. Uh-huh. And I had to stop. Right. <laughs> so I deleted it. I pulled over. <laughs> I pulled. Okay, I was driving home. From work, I was contemplating my life, I guess. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, I am addicted to this game. 
I spent money on that game. On this mobile app. And I said, it gotta go. <laughs> yeah. And I pulled over, legit, pulled over to the side of the road. Like right now. Yes. Gotta and go. I deleted the game because I was like, I am not spending money on a mobile app. I get that. I get that. It was ridiculous. So what are we talking about today? So today we were talking about zoos. <gasps> zoos, like the god? No, not Zeus, but zoology or zoo or... Aminals. Aminals and and yes. 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 Um do you have any fun stories about zoo Z O O S? Um, I mean, I've been to the mostly to the ones here in Texas. Uh the only one outside of Texas I've been to was the San Diego Zoo, which was pretty cool. I've been there. Um I don't know. I do have one distinct memory of going with my dad and he was carrying around one of those big Gatorade bottles. Um, and it was one of the like blue ones or whatever. And he was walking around and he was like sliding it along the fence, just walking, making noise as they do. And a <laughs> monkey came. I think it was one of the like Reese rhesus monkeys or whatever. Like one of the little tiny ones Yeah, came up and, poked its arms through the fence and wrapped them around this Gatorade bottle. Like he wanted it. And I remember watching, and I must've been like little, like four to six years old, probably. And watching my dad laugh his butt off and try to like take his Gatorade back from this monkey. And he was like, he was like cursing and not like yelling or angry, but he was cracking up at it. And that's one of the like, only actual memories from zoos that I have. Interesting. Yeah. What about you? So I have a couple. I have some memories of the San Diego Zoo, mm-hmm. but I have two main stories that I would want to tell. <laughs> Is the, fir- the first one's really short. So when I went to Australia, freshman year of high school, I went through this program called People to People, mm-hmm. and it's through the Eisenhower Foundation, mm-hmm. and it's a student ambassador program. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to the Australian zoo that Steve Irwin's family uh-huh. and Steve Irwin created. Yeah. And it was amazing. I can that imagine. zoo was phenomenal. And I got to take a picture with a koala. Mm-hmm. I hate koalas. I've seen that picture. But yeah, it's just chilling right there. Oh, hello, Sarah <laughs> with the koala. I see you currently. <laughs> I forgot it was actually in this room. Yeah. I was like, I know I've seen the picture. Yeah, we're in my dad's office. So <laughs> casual. Um, and there is the wallaby and kangaroo exhibit. Mm. And they're just roaming free. Oh, heaven. And you just walk through this exhibit and you get to pet and feed the wallabies and kangaroos. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, but kangaroos terrify me because they can support their body weight on their tail. (laughs) Yeah. Like, that, for some reason, does not jive well with me. At all. Like, they can free up both feet from the ground. (laughs) Uh, Break dancers can too, you know? Uh, Not... (laughs) Not as menacingly, <laughs> I guess. Um, yeah, they still only have three appendages free, while a kangaroo has four. <laughs> True. The second quick story was I studied abroad in college, and I was gone for a semester in Germany. We get it. You're well-traveled. <laughs> I've never been out of the U.S. I highly recommend. 
<laughs> Me too. One day I will. Yeah, I had scholarships, so it's fine. <laughs> but when I studied abroad there, I had to leave Texas three days early because of Hurricane Harvey. Mm-hmm. I get to Germany three days before I have anywhere to stay in Freiburg because that's where I studied in. I was in Frankfurt for three days by myself Mm -hmm. with lost luggage. Oh, no. Yeah. So I didn't have luggage for five days. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I had very light travel, though. (laughs) So I get to Frankfurt. I had to buy new clothes and I had nothing to do and no one to talk to. Mm -hmm. So... There is a zoo in Frankfurt. So you went to the zoo. So I went, I took myself to the zoo and only had boots to wear mm-hmm. in the middle of August. Uh-huh. So it was very hot. Yeah. And I had a winter sort of feeling dress on that I got for $3. Beautiful. And it was so flipping hot and people were like, who is this girl? Who is this tourist? <laughs> Walking around by herself. Right. It was kind of scary, but kind of cool. Mm. I lied. I had one more. Tell me. When I went to New York uh, this past December for my graduation, you know, celebration, uh, we made our way to the Central Park Zoo. Yeah. But we didn't, like, go into the part that you have to pay for. Yeah. We, like, went in and saw the, like, bell with the animals around yeah. it and I was like oh Madagascar like yeah, me too. <laughs> and we went in the gift shop and stuff we didn't actually go in because we had a lot of plans that day but yeah it was really really pretty and really cool so yes our topic is about zoos with animals in it and we have trivia today <gasps> we do so get your ears ready and your brains a working get those gears cranking so you are going first Okay, so <laughs> my brain wasn't working for a second, so you yeah, have to get those those gears a cranking. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, my first trivia. Are you ready? No. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Out of these options, which animal has the least genetically in common with a zebra? Okay. Mm-hmm. Answer choice A: horse. Mm-hmm. Answer choice B: donkey. Mm-hmm. Answer choice C: deer. Mm-hmm. Answer choice D, tapir. Mm-hmm. Answer choice E, rhino. So, which one has the least in common with a zebra? Answer choice D. A tapir? Uh-huh. Is that your final guess? You looking at me with wide eyes and eyebrows wiggling. <laughs> yeah. You're wrong. I figured. It's deer. That was my second guess, but then I was like, but maybe. Yeah, because, so horse and donkey are in the same um, genus, I think. Yes, that e- because equine. they're both in the same horse dictionary yes. that I got in fourth grade. <laughs> <laughs> they're both in the dictionary, so I know it's true. Uh, and then tapirs and rhinos are in the same, uh, like, the origin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or whatever. So, yeah, I just kind of pulled deer. But that would also blue. make sense because deers, because zebras are in the African sort of mm-hmm. area. Yeah. And deers are, are not, not 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, they don't originate there. Okay, it's fine. If I actually would have thought about it, maybe <laughs> I, I when reading it. When reading this stuff to make that question, I came across one of the things that they all had in common was that they have an odd amount of toes. Aw, cute. <laughs> so there's something I learned. <laughs> they have toes. They have an odd amount of toes. Right. Okay, your turn. Okay. I have a math problem for you. <laughs> you know that math is not my thing. I am a speech teacher. I'm good at the I mean, English. Yeah. 25 cents in 1874 is equivalent <laughs> in purchasing power to that of blank amount of dollars in 2019. Okay, so like a quarter in 1874 is the same as what now? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. But I worded it in a math problem format. I didn't like with, it, so I changed it to a word problem. With economic fr- um, vocab. I don't want that. I I don't know economics, but I need to. I took... I, took, <laughs> I will know economics. <laughs> I took economics, like, my first and second semester of college, so... Oh, no. I took one in high school and one in college. Okay. <laughs> do I have options? Yes, you do. No. You have to work it out. Oh, God. A, $15.90. B, $4.46. C, 75 cents. Yep. D, $3.98. And E, $5.60. You can definitely look at them. Okay, but so. But don't look at the second question. 1590 is the biggest, and it is an outlier. <laughs> How's that for a math word for you? It's an outlier and thusly should not be counted. Same for 75 cents. So let me think. I don't. This is going to be difficult because I feel like it is 1590, but the way that I'm thinking about it is like back when my grandma was a kid, it was not 1874. <laughs> but you know how a lot of the older generations say, like, I could have gone to the store with a nickel and bought like all this crap. You know what I mean? So I want to say it's the highest number, but I don't think it is. So what was going on in 1874? Where were we in the world? I'm not good at history either. We've been a country (laughs) for quite a while. I mean, yeah. That already happened. Yeah, I'm just going to go in a blind guess and say 446 close ah poops it was actually answer choice e that's the one i really wanted to go with yeah. and then went against it five dollars and sixty cents that's what i wanted to say 25 cents equaled five dollars and sixty cents in 1874 wow thanks for that useless knowledge it is not useless <laughs> anyway i don't i will not remember these numbers that's okay me neither okay my turn yeah okay Trivia number two for me. Approximately one third of all orangutans do not have what? Okay. Okay. A. Opposable thumbs on their feet. B. A sense of smell. That's sad. C. Friends. (laughs) D. Nails on their big toes. Ew. Or E. Brown eyes. Approximately a third of all orangutans do not have what? Toenails. You're absolutely correct. Yeah! It's 
it's nails on their big toes. I just knew it. <laughs> that was kind of pulled out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, so a third of them do not have nails on their big toes. Number two. Okay. What is Pennsylvania's state animal? I hate you. A peacock? Oh, God. A platypus? <laughs> a parrot? A pelican or a deer. I hate this. <laughs> I know nothing. So my stepmom's family is from Pennsylvania. Like my brother, my older brother, and my older sister, they're my step siblings. They're like from Pennsylvania. So if they were here, they would probably know. And I don't want to disappoint them. I wonder if Robbie knows. I don't know. Robbie, do you know your own state animal? You're my best friend. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, if my siblings hear this and get disappointed with me, I'm sorry, guys. Um, what is Pennsylvania's state animal? A peacock, a platypus, a parrot, a pelican, or a deer? Well, okay, so can a state have a state bird and a state animal that is a bird? You know what I mean? I think they can. Because, like, why not? we have a state bird. I don't even know. I think I know our state animal. I might be wrong, so I'm not going to guess it. It's an armadillo. Beautiful. That's not what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, God. I'm going to guess... I'm, I'm going to just go with pelican. Because <laughs> I think it's funny. <laughs> is it pelican? I doubt it. Why would a pelican be it? I don't know. Funny. That's why I'm guessing it. Because I think it's funny and I have no idea. I mean, maybe there are pelicans in Pennsylvania. Well, I know that they have, like, the football team is the Eagles. But the Eagles is not. It's not. <laughs> I don't know anything about other states. <laughs> but how can you compare an eagle to a pelican? It's the closest thing on this list. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're not correct. It is definitely a deer. <laughs> it is the outlier. Okay, sure. Jan, let's go. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, they all have peas except for deer. <laughs> Oops. Jan, I Platypus that. has two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. It's okay. I'm still going for them pelicans. <laughs> I still think that's really funny. <laughs> because I did it on purpose because it's Pennsylvania. And I was like, hmm, P P P P P D. <laughs> P P D. <laughs> anyway, so I was very, very wrong. It's all right. We both got... Oh, wait. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> I at least got one right. <laughs> <laughs> Rude. I mean, toenails are important. You gave me a math problem <laughs> and then something about a state that I don't know anything about. <laughs> You're not supposed to know anything about these. It's fun facts. Well, I'm glad I know that it's not a pelican. <laughs> I will use or that. Or a platypus. Or a peacock. Or anything other than a deer. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> no. Oh, but yes. Oh, but yes. Alrighty. Are we going to go on to our stories? Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah.
Um, my story is actually kind of a little tiny collection of stories. Mm-hmm. Um, so first, oh, I've got to tell you what I drew. I drew history. Oh, God, why? Why are you laughing? No, I'm laughing because earlier you said, I'm not good at history. Oh, or I math. Did. I did say that. I'm good at like looking up history and stuff, but remembering <laughs> dates and stuff is not. I'm good at for looking me. at history. Yesterday is history. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyways, so I'm gonna do some like old history of zoos, and then some more recent newsworthy stories, and then some zoo escape stories. <laughs> zoo escape. Zoo escape it stories. Sounds like what you would hear as a PC game from, like, the early 2000s. Zooscape. Zooscape, like <laughs> Zoo Tycoon. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about games a lot this episode. Oh, like, and I say I'm a gamer. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. This is how I live my life. Okay. So, during the Middle Ages, uh, a lot of, like, royal royalty, rich people... Sovereign people across Europe had menageries in their royal courts. Menage trois. Menage trois. No, <laughs> I don't know if it's menageries or menageries or whatever. Somebody will correct. Us. I'm going to say menageries because I feel like it's fancier. So they had menageries at their royal courts, and here's just a few examples. In the eighth century, Emperor Charlemagne had three menageries. That are now currently in the present day uh, Netherlands and Germany. And they these menageries had the first elephants seen in Europe since the Roman Empire. They also had monkeys, lions, bears, camels, falcons, oh and many exotic birds. <laughs> what is it with birds? I, had, I have no idea. Birds are just a thing. <laughs> um Many of the gifts were from other royal people in Africa and Asia. And so when I was looking this up, a lot of these stories that I had read were just like, this rich person gave this rich person this cool animal as a gift. (laughs) Like, oh, it's your birthday? Have a bear. (laughs) Like, it was just nonchalant giving off these different animals. Like, you need this for your zoo. (laughs) There's an entire folk legend or something it's a russian folk story mm-hmm. I think, about this czar who had golden apples or something like that and he had three sons and the two oldest sons were just bad words you know <laughs> you know you know bad <laughs> and then the youngest one of course was the hero of course and there was this golden fancy bird that kept eating the czar's golden apples mm-hmm. and he be- that bird belonged to another czar in a far off kingdom so they had this whole adventure with a wolf buddy who went to go steal this bird who then he had to go steal a horse who then had to go it was a whole bunch but it was all around animals being owned by czars yeah it was a big deal like You were judged by the amount of cool animals you had. It was like your cool collection at the time. The Mm -hmm. Firebird. Yes, that's a legend of the Firebird. I'll have to look it up because I don't know that one. Yeah, it's really weird. Beautiful. Is that it? Well, it's a whole thing. (laughs) We can talk about it later. (laughs) Um, Another person is uh, William the Conqueror. Conqueror. He had... 
Uh-huh. He had a small royal menagerie, and he kept a collection of exotic animals at his manor in Woodstock in England. <laughs> and his son, Henry I, kept his own collection, like, as he grew up because he liked his dad's collection that he had. Uh which included lions, leopards, lynxes, camels, owls, and a porcupine. <laughs> Just one. Just one porcupine. It Like, that's how it was in the article I read. A porcupine. When you said dad's collection, I just instantly thought of a collection of dads. <laughs> <laughs> he just collected dads. Hi, I'm dad. <laughs> Hi, dad. Nice to meet you. I'm dad. Anyways, so he thought animals were real cool. They kept them in their own, like, mansion, like, their manor. Like, here's all my cool animals that only my friends get to see. This is before, like, things became public. So. It's really funny. The most well-known animal collection in medieval England is called the Tower Menagerie in London. It began as early as 1204 and was established by King John. It began with lions and bears. And then Henry III got a wedding gift. Remember, you know, gifts, just any animals. Um, They got three leopards from the Emperor of the Holy Roman Empire at the time. And the gift of a white bear and an elephant from the kings of Norway and France. So. There's a lot of bears. Bears? Oh my. (laughs) It was eventually open to the public during the reign of Elizabeth I in the 16th century. And during Come the eight, my bears. Uh, are you drawing bears? Oh, what? No. <laughs> oh, you were saying, look at my bears like yeah. them. Look at, look at look my at, bears. Freaking bears. <laughs> Freaking bears. <laughs> it was eventually open to the public. I already said that part in the 16th century. During the 18th century, the price of admission was three half pence. So when you started talking about money earlier for your question, I was like, wow, that sucks because I freaking give you the answer to this one. I was going to I was going to make a trivia question about how much three pence was worth back then. Yeah, but you didn't. But so I didn't. The point. <laughs> so the price of admission was three half pence. Mm-hmm. So I was doing a lot of research and I just I do not understand British monies <laughs> like pences and shillings and all that. So hopefully this is accurate. I was looking up for during that time what three pence and what four pence would buy. Mm -hmm. Uh, So three pence at that time would buy a supper of bread, cheese, and beer. Mm -hmm. It's also the cost of bloodletting for a poor person. Yes. And it's also the cost of a postage of a one-page letter going 80 miles. You just see a letter driving 80 miles. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) And four pence is what you would pay for a quart of beer or for a boat across the river. I'm going to go across the river. It's like a decent-ish amount of money, you know, to go to the zoo. But get this. If you were so poor that you could not give away three and a half pence for a fun day. There's another way to get into this zoo. You break in. Other than that. You become an animal. (laughs) That's a different story. (laughs) That's something I thought of talking about, but we're not because it's bad. Um, You could bring a cat or a dog to the zoo to feed to the lions. Oh, I was going to be like, oh my gosh, I could bring my cat on a leash and we can just walk around. Please, no. (laughs) 
If you brought a cat or a dog to feed to the lions, you can get into the zoo for free. Is that cannibalism? <laughs> for a lion to eat a cat? Yeah. I hope... I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to... <laughs> I don't want to think about the the logistics of this. But is it? Mm. It could be. A, a feline eating a feline. <laughs> I don't know, but I don't like it. When I read this, I got really sad. So I don't want to think about it. Yeah. But it's it's a weird it's a question. It is it is a question. <laughs> if anybody is an expert, we need to know this. I wanna know. Let okay. So, moving on to a little bit more recent stuff. The Mara Land Zoo is located in the Gaza Strip. And uh, I typed during instead of during. (laughs) (laughs) I feel that. During the Israel-Hamas War. I think that's how it's pronounced. And I believe that was in, in or around 2009. I couldn't really find exact. I also found, like maybe 2014, but based on the articles I was reading, I think it's 2009. Uh, So for this zoo, their only two zebras that they had had starved to death. Stop. No, this is a good story. Okay. So the zoo officials knew that they needed zebras in order to entertain their crowds because the zebras were really, really popular because they're not from that area. Right. So they knew it would be way too expensive to smuggle new zebras in like thousands and thousands of dollars so they had a plan yes they got some white donkeys and they put black stripes on them and called it a day Mm-hmm. what's black and white and red all over there's so many answers to that question that a sunburned I- zebra <laughs> There's more gruesome ones that I heard. I don't want to know that. Or a newspaper. Or a newspaper. Yeah. So these people used masking tape and black hair dye to create what they thought were authentic striping patterns. Um, while it may sound like a bad solution, many of the zoo's young guests had never actually seen a real zebra. Aww. So they were really impressed by these zebras. Aww. Here's another one. That's kind of on the same vein. And I have a picture. (laughs) In 2018, a zoo that was in Cairo uh, was called out because somebody took a photo that they put on social media saying like, hey, look at these. They're donkeys and they are painted to look like zebras, you know, whatever. So I brought, (laughs) I have the picture because it cracks me up. I think these people did not use hair dye. They used some sort of paint. But they still deny that they painted it. Like, they keep saying, like, we have never falsified a zebra in our zoo. And this is the picture that was put on social media. And they're like, look, the lines are bleeding. The zebras are bleeding. Or lines are bleeding. It sounded like you said lions. No, the lines of the zebra's face are blurry. They're bleeding. <laughs> Bad Photoshop job. <laughs> but the blurred out uh, tool. Oh, the blurred tool. You used it too much, my dude. <laughs> if y'all want to see this picture, it's on bbc.com. That is a great picture. Yeah. So the the zoo keeps saying like, no, we never did that. Whatever. So here are my last uh, two things. 
And these are my zoo escapes. Are you ready? Yes. During the summer of 1985, there was this orangutan, and his name was Ken Allen. (laughs) Ken Allen. And he lived at the San Diego Zoo. And he apparently was a really, really, really smart orangutan. And he outsmarted his keepers for several months. He would escape by climbing the wall that had separated him from the public, which was pretty much impossible to do with the way that it was constructed. It didn't give him handholds, you know, Mm -hmm. like to climb out. Um, And he ended up, he, he tried to escape so much that he ended up with a fan club. Like, people that rooted him on. Mm -hmm. And it got bigger and bigger every time he attempted to escape. That's great. I would probably be in that fan club if I was in that area. So, he had actually escaped his enclosure three times. Wow. That I know of. The first time Ken Allen escaped, he wandered around the zoo staring at the other animals before zookeepers led him back to his enclosure and was like, come on, guy. Please don't do this again. The second time, he did something petty. (laughs) He took the time to go wander out into the zoo and visit another orangutan named Otis. Ken did not like Otis. he, He was much despised. And Ken decided... Since he had gotten out and about and had his freedom, that he was just going to throw rocks at Otis. That is so mean. So he escaped just to throw rocks at a monkey he didn't like. Or an ape. If it doesn't have a tail, it's not a monkey. So, I don't I don't know what it is. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he, he was like, I'm out. I'm going to throw rocks. I don't like you. And then he got taken back. The third time, Ken Allen found a crowbar. Holy cats. He never used it. He found it, but never used it. It was, he found, like, a zoo employee had left it somewhere, and he was like, oh, look at this. I want to know if he was like, Otis, I'm coming. You know what I mean? If he was was smart enough to throw rocks at this guy. So, after that, employees began to really watch this orangutan to try to figure out how he was climbing out. Of his enclosure, but every time he was like being watched, mm-hmm. he stopped trying to escape when people were watching him because he, he knew the zoo employees went as far as going undercover as tourists. That's disgusting to try to catch this orangutan escaping from his enclosure, but he was not fooled, he never tried to escape like with these people. So, the zoo, because he wouldn't show them what he was doing. The zoo had to hire expert rock climbers to figure out how he was getting over this wall. And then they had to spend $40,000 to fix the rocks that were on the wall so that he couldn't escape. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So, Ken Allen is my hero. (laughs) Someone who I aspire to be like. Oh, my gosh. And then here's my last one. Um, this is about a zoo in India, and I'm going to butcher this name. I think it's Nan <laughs> Nandakanan. Yeah, it's Nandankanan. Nandakanan. Are the A's that A A sound? Nandakanan. 
I have no idea. It's in India, so True. it looks like it's spelled Nandakan. Well, if we ever get um, listeners from India, please. They just stop listening right there. We lost all of them. Oh, no, don't stop listening. (laughs) Teach me the word. (laughs) Teach me. Uh, So staff at this zoo in India hadn't been planning on adding any more animals to their big cat exhibit. But we need all the cats. What if there was a zoo out there that was only big cats? There might be. Oh, my gosh. Like a big cat rescue? I have to go there. (laughs) I need to see these. (laughs) I want to hold them and hug them forever. Right. So this zoo was like, we don't need any more big cats. Like, we're not going to go try to find any. But one day, a wild tiger, a younger wild tiger, just wandered out of the jungle and into the zoo. It was was looking for some romance. (laughs) If you know what I mean. Looking for love. In in all the right places. (laughs) And they just happened to have a young tigress. Oh baby. So um whenever they saw this tiger come in, they were like, okay, sure, we got a free tiger. Like they didn't have to buy one or go through any of that. It just kind of came in on his own. So they didn't hesitate to be like, come on. Uh, and over the next few weeks, the tiger the tiger seemed to settle in really, really nicely. It was enjoying its day, free food, naps you know, the shade, it had the tigress, all the things, but it seemed that the life in the zoo eventually lost its appeal to this tiger. So after about a month of wandering, a month after wandering into the zoo, the tiger decided that the captive life was not for him. So the keepers came back to check on their new arrival one day and discovered that the animal had somehow managed to loose himself, scaling a 20-foot security wall to return back to the forest from where he came. The thing that got me with this story is that there was a camera in this enclosure. Yeah. To record this remarkable incident, this really cool video of this tiger climbing over the wall to escape back into the jungle. Mm -hmm. But the cat cut the wires... Before it made a break for us. Stop! <laughs> yes, the tigers had somehow, like, just severed the wires before it escaped. So there's no video of it. That is so cool! So I alien. don't... Well, I don't know if that can be, like, a conspiracy theory. That's where an alien. Like, He's yeah, an alien. Alien tiger. Just wanted to He's live the alien, life. He's an alien hidden as a tiger. <laughs> Crouching tiger. <laughs> hidden. <laughs> Undercover. So. Undercatter. No. <laughs> so that's it for Under me. Tiger. That's it for me. I have, that. those were my stories. That is so cool. I want that tiger to be my friend. I just could not imagine this tiger. They were like, oh my God, we need to see what happened. And then and they like said, pull up the video. He said, you thought. <laughs> Cracks me up. I do agree. I see. Is that Winnie the Pooh? Mm-hmm. Spelled it wrong. In Winnie the Pooh, they spell honey, H-U-N-N-Y. Honey. Well, this is the off-brand version this of is spelling it Wani right. This is the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Winey the P. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Beautiful. 
so ready for your story. My star. I'm so ready for your story. My star. Give. Hold on one second. Ooh. You. <laughs> you over there pop, lock, and dropping. No, I'm laying on the ground and my back is popping, locking, and I'm already dropped. <laughs> uh, today was a long day. Excuse me. <laughs> throwing papers at me. I'm throwing them bills. Um, <laughs> so I am being attacked by a paper. Um, so my story, well, my subject was paranormal. Yay! Paranormal zoos! Ooh, interesting. But I only covered one paranormal zoo. That's fine. I'm interesting to see what else you did. Right. So, I covered the Philadelphia Zoo. Okay. And so, this was the first American zoo ever. Really? Yeah. Cool. Um, the Philadelphia Zoo is located at 3400 West Gerard Avenue in Philadelphia. <laughs> okay. Um, the charter... To establish this institute was approved in March of 1859. However, due to the Civil War, the zoo was not able to open until 15 years later on July 1st in 1874. Gotcha. The Victorian-styled gates, the gatehouse, and the location of the zoo are all still original and have not changed from when the zoo first opened its gates in 1874. Cool. On opening day, there were more than 3,000 visitors, (laughs) and admission was only 25 cents for adults and 10 cents for children. Okay, so that's why you had it was $5 for adults. So 25 cents is, if you don't remember, is equal to around $5.60, and 10 cents is equal to around $2.24. These days. Yeah. Gotcha. In 2019. In its first year of operation, they had 813 animals and received around 228,000 visitors. Wow. Yeah, just in its first year. Um, Today, there are more than 1,600 animals, including rare and endangered animals. There are approximately 1.1 million visitors a year. Oof. That's a lot of people. And none of them are me. (laughs) Me neither. I've never been. Same. We Um, should go. But one of their largest assets is the John Penn House, or otherwise known as the Solitude. That will be coming up. Gotcha. That sounds fun and interesting and like a great time. (laughs) The Solitude. Mm. Mm, Just my cup of tea. Well, this is America. We throw tea in the ocean instead. We don't drink that tea. We drink that coffee. I drink tea. I drink tea, too. <laughs> so on with the ghosts. Because it's a, it's a zoo, so not much darkness has really happened there. Animals have died there. Um, there was no real evidence to people dying there. Mm-hmm. But it might also be like Disney. But no, I didn't see anything really dark. Gotcha. <laughs> no, that's good. Yeah. So, it is rumored to be located on top of a Native American burial ground. Of course. Of course. There is no firm evidence. However, 
I wouldn't be surprised if most most of the U.S. yeah is Native American burial ground. Just let's say that. Yeah, but anyways, so the Solitude House it pre predates the zoo. It was okay. built first, and okay. the zoo was built around it. Okay, cool. I mean, imagine that you're just living in your house, and then all of a sudden. Handy Manny comes and builds us. Handy Manny? <laughs> yeah. That was a pull. He just comes around and creates a zoo around you. Not even Bob the Builder. That's more <laughs> our time. That's what I was thinking of. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, okay. You're just sitting in your house and Bob the Builder and Handy Manny comes around and builds us. <laughs> they probably are. <laughs> And all of a sudden you have a zoo around your house. Or it's like an up where like he had the house and was like, you are not tearing my house down. Build it around it. It was once the reptile house. Beautiful. I love reptiles. Yeah. So it, they didn't just build around it. They put reptiles in his house. No wonder it's Where was he? He had passed away by this point, I'm pretty sure. Gotcha. When you're in this house, you can have the chances of hearing phantom footsteps strange voices, old sounding music coming out of nowhere or from the basement. Just where old music (laughs) should come from. Yeah, that's where I'm going to put my record player. Makes me want to (laughs) dance. I want to do a jig. (laughs) Hey, pretty mama, come dance with me in this (laughs) dark basement. (laughs) Ooh. No, thank you. That's how you get all the guests. (laughs) Um, there's also a chance of seeing an apparition of a woman in a white dress, and she tends to linger around the stairway. But, but who is she? Um, Susanna. Oh, oh Susanna. <laughs> Don't you cry for me. Um, and a daughter named Lucy. Lucy, also good, but neither of them, maybe. Yeah, so, um, I'm pretty sure that Su- old Susanna is the lady... In white. Lady in white. <laughs> Sorry. Keep going. Um, there is an apparition of a woman in a white dress that lingers around the stairway, and I'm pretty sure it's Susanna. Great. That'd be spooky. Spooky. Um, attic lights tend to flicker on and off, and the door tends to lock itself. Just casually. <laughs> Let me be me. <laughs> yeah. There is also a ghostly man, male voice that tells people to just go away. Yeah, no. I would listen to it. I'd be <laughs> like, I never came in. Like, <laughs> I'm still outside I'm on the still sidewalk. Outside. I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> I never went into who that house. Who came in here? Not me. It's called the solitude for a reason. You would think people would not go in. Like, leave them alone by yeah. themselves. Yeah. Exactly. Um, people think that this voice comes from the late John Penn, the man who constructed the house and was the grandson of William Penn, the founder of Pennsylvania. <gasps> oh my gosh, I didn't even make the connection. I'm so dumb. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, Penn, that's a cool last name. Like, and I know it's spelled P-E-N-N, and I never connected Pen. it. Penna. <laughs> my Pen. name is Penna. <laughs> um, or it's like the draw. Oh, hi, my name is John Penn. Penn. <laughs> Penn. That is what got Susanna's heart. <laughs> as soon as he introduced himself, 
She was like, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I will. So the next house was the Shelley Building. This is the administration building. Okay. And the, there's only like really two things that I heard about this building. So apparently a face peers out of windows. <laughs> Nosy. Okay. Yeah, but it's looking outside. Yes, it's oh. me. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> you like those animals? Like, <laughs> they're not just like animal crackers now, are they? No, they're the real stuff. The <laughs> real bear. Yes. Also, doors open and close by themselves. But you know. Lovely. That could just be, it could be on a hill. A draft. <laughs> or an impolite ghost. Or a polite ghost. Yeah, they close the door behind them. They're trying to keep the air conditioning circulating properly. like, listen, properly. I understand. Yeah. But not much is really talked about about that building. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I got most of this information from a podcast that all of you guys should definitely check out. They're also a new podcast, <laughs> sort of. Beautiful. Yeah, so it's called The Realm of Unknown by Shane Cummings. Definitely go listen to it. It's episode five. If yeah, you want. he has ten out, right? Yes, ten, yeah, ten I out? think so. And a couple of bonus ones. Yeah, so definitely go check him out. He's actually been there. I don't know him. If you want to become friends. <laughs> Hit us up. <laughs> the next building was the Penrose Building. This building was established in 1901. Most of the other buildings were new buildings. Newer. The Shelley Building is not that old. Gotcha. And the Treehouse is not that old. That's coming up next. But the Penrose Building was established in 1901, so it's definitely much older than me or you. (laughs) Definitely much. (laughs) Um, So this was a former laboratory in a veterinarian building. (gasps) Yes. A laboratory. (laughs) into my laboratory i always think of like dexter's lab i was just thinking that it is prone to having lights turn on and off by themselves and also flickering on and off so not just turning on off but also flickering nose for too oh you don't get that joke you didn't have a child did i forgot excuse me you didn't watch spongebob oh no it's a spongebob quote anyways tell me more ghosts (laughs) that was quite a sidetrack (laughs) Sorry. Also, cold spots. Yes. Just casually. Yes. Just casually. You walk in, but it's it's not like finding a warm spot in water. It's uh. like a cold spot in air. I feel like finding a cold spot would be significantly scarier. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Swimming, <laughs> Swimming and finding a warm spot. That's like in gross. A pool. Or if you're in the ocean, then that's an indicator of a riptide. And you're just like, oh, I gotta go. <laughs> gotta get out. Gotta go. Gotta go fast. <laughs> uh, there's also like a, um, a fancy woman, a spiritual woman um, who you see in a window. So a woman was working in this uh, at the zoo. Mm-hmm. And in a window where the library is, there was a woman with blonde hair, mm-hmm. and she was kind of white, like looking not Caucasian, but like like pale, yeah, like, like a ghostly, a spiritual, a spirit-looking person. Okay, gotcha. And um, she was looking at her, 
like trying to figure out who this person was and they locked eyes. Uh-uh. Absolutely <laughs> not. That's where the story ends, right? Well, it it shocked the woman, the worker, the employee, and she started to run away mm-hmm. as the other woman, the spirit, was starting to fade. Uh. Yeah, so she started to see her fade. She goes, bye. She's like, <gasps> she saw me. Peace. <laughs> like, gotta go. <laughs> and just casually disappears. She's like, <laughs> bye. <laughs> you didn't see anything. <laughs> I mean... That's, that's a no that for do. me. Yeah, that's a no for me. And there's absolutely there's also a mention that there might be a poltergeist there. <gasps> Those are the funnest. Yeah. So, but there's no evidence and there's no stories to indicate that there's a poltergeist. Oh, there's just people saying like, yeah. "There's a poltergeist." Yeah, I saw um like a Reddit blog post that's like, "Oh yeah, and there's a poltergeist." And I'm like, "Excuse, okay." <laughs> Give me the deets. I want to know. Where are the receipts? (laughs) So then the last thing that was covered and that I'm covering was the treehouse. And this treehouse is really cool. Yeah. It isn't an actual treehouse. Okay. It's this like building thing. Mm -hmm. And pictures make it seem so cool. It's like a mini Disney World. There's um, a huge tree, like a tree of life in the middle. Mm -hmm. And it was once an animal pen. But okay. now it's turned into like a child's playground. Okay, is that still at the zoo? Like, yeah, it's still at the zoo. Let me see if I can pull up. So the... it's like a little play place in the zoo. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So there's like a little dino area. <gasps> My area. Me too. I uh, love dinosaurs. There's a big tree. There's like little rope things. That's cool. Yeah, I like that. Here, there's there have also been sightings of ghostly figures walking around, and um, there's also the sound of footsteps, and mm-hmm. a lot of people, a lot of people uh, mentioned that they just had this uneasy feeling while being in there. That's sad, because it's such a cool place. Yeah, so it's like they walk in, they're instantly hit with wow, and then they're like, ooh. <laughs> Oh my god, this is oh don't <laughs> like. Yeah. And there you can hear disembodied voices. Um, and both guests and employees have mentioned that they heard weird voices. Which when I mentioned that most activity only really happens and is noticed at night, mm-hmm. that's weird. Because guests are not there at night unless you're like Yeah. A school on a school trip, uh-huh. but, where the park's closed or the zoo's mm-hmm. closed, but they're not usually sleeping in the treehouse area, huh? Yeah, so people are just walking around, they feel uneasy, and then all of a sudden they hear a, a voice come and say, Hey, pretty mama, let me whisper in here. <laughs> but no, yeah, no. they just hear weird voices, and the TV, um, brought uh, the TV show Ghost Adventures also did an episode there with Lord. With that Bagans. With that Bagans. <laughs> we call him in my household. We watch all of those ghost shows. We always have. We call him Ruda Bagans. Because he's so rude. And it sounds like Ruda Bagas. So it's doubly great. So if you hear me say Ruda, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> Just FYI. Well, Ruda also was there. And I mean, it, it was a pretty de- decent episode, though. They had a lot of activity. Really? Yeah, I didn't watch enough of it to, like, 
I might see have the to end go of do it, that. You know, more doors closed than in other episodes, and more indications of cold spots. More were found. unexplained orbs. <laughs> so many orbs. <laughs> unexplained orb. It's my favorite part of every episode because <laughs> it's just it's something. Uh, I won't spoil it for you though. Mm-hmm. You guys should definitely go see Rutabaga. Do you have any? idea what episodes or season i think it was season six episode 12 yes that's actually where i watched it was the daily motion video oh yeah that's what i just saw pop up yeah so if you want to see that season six episode 12 of maruta bagan show yay it's pretty epic zoo i want to go there real bad right now pretty rad zoo cool zoo Cool zoo. Awesome zoo. I'm living my best life. <laughs> That's good. <clears throat> well, next week. Next week, we're doing a state. Yeah, we are. We want to see what state we're going to do? Yeah, we do. Let's do it. Let's what hit this random U.S. Hit state. it. Hit it. Picker generator. Delaware. Della who? <laughs> Delaware? <laughs> I don't know where Dell is. <laughs> Where's Dell? We lost him. Dallas. Dallas Dell? Dell the computer? <laughs> I think. So I'm going to be honest. I know nothing about Delaware. Well, I guess we'll find out. Something. Something about it. One of the random subjects that we Yes, we need to draw. Do you want rock, paper, scissors? Yeah, we. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do. All right. I mean, I guess. <laughs> Carrie. Yeah. Rock, Rock paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, ow! Smack <laughs> <laughs> the crap out of me. Yeah, the north. <laughs> Fine, I guess. Shake, shake, shake. <laughs> She I picked first last time. Do you want to pick first this time? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Just like Just wipes them all. Throw out. them all away. The last one left is the one I want. No, I didn't mean it. Don't do it. I think this one's a, like three for. There's so many subjects in this one subject paper. Okay, remember if it's something we just recently did. Two, 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 two. Are you happy with yours? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Are you happy with yours, question mark? Yes. I need to write it down before I forget, because I am bad at remembering. Well, while you're doing that. Okay, I did it. While you're doing that, let me do our social media. Do it now. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, on both Twitter and Instagram, we are at A-C-E-A-O-T-A-S-A-O-T-A. And if you want to follow your goyles. Yeah, goyles. Follow your goyles. <laughs> goyles. Your gargoyles. <laughs> right. We are at the Tippy Top on Twitter. That's me. And at Tippy Top 429 on Instagram. Also me. And at Sunny Sarah Lou at Twitter and Sunny underscore Sarah Lou at Instagram. Those are you. Apparently, I was difficult with that underscore. Same. With the numbers. <laughs> and our email is ace 
aotapodcast at gmail.com. Please send us your requests, your concerns, your stories. Anything. How you're feeling today. (laughs) Literally, we just want to hear from you. All of you. We love you. Because all of the love goes to you, our listeners. Why are you talking like that still? (laughs) Because without you, we would not be here today. Well, I guess we would be here because... We're still here, but... Because we want the world to revolve around us. Just you, but... (laughs) (laughs) Not true. Also you. But mostly you. (laughs) (laughs) But mostly me, obviously. Because the world revolves around the sun and I am the sun. Yes. Not... <laughs> Wait, let's do this. Do what? Together. What? Let's actually try and end this. Okay. This is the- <laughs> gotta get gotta, gotta get that <laughs> gotta get that boom boom boom. <laughs> okay, we're gonna actually end this podcast like real podcast adults. Uh, Are you ready? Uh, Lean in real close. We're gonna we're gonna be very professional about this. Let me turn this. There we go. Are you ready? Thank you so much for joining us. Without all of you, we would not be here today. This is us trying very sincerely to be very serious. I'm trying very hard to keep my composure and control, and it's just not working. We love you. I'm doing this weird thing with my hand. She's rapping with her hand. (laughs) Yo, yo. (laughs) We're failing at being adults. I'm not an adult. I'm two. (laughs) Okay, thanks. Bye. Thank you. Okay, that's where it ends. Thanks, THX. B-I-E. Bye. Bye. B-I-E? <laughs> Who are you? Bye. Bye. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> when they say weird voices, it made me think of someone coming up to you and be like, <laughs> like, not real words, just like, ah. <laughs> Like a weird voice, not like a creepy voice. It's just slightly weird. I think that's a little more than slightly, but sure. (laughs) Kazoo. Kazoo. (laughs) (laughs) You suck. You don't inhale on a kazoo. You can. You hum. You can. I mean, you can, but that's not their intended use. Have you ever used a kazoo? <laughs> I have used a kazoo. <laughs> no, I'm not a big ball of boiling matter. The gas. sun is a mass of incandescent gas, a gigantic <laughs> nuclear furnace. Have you ever heard that song? <laughs> I was very nerdy in school, and I was like, I need to learn all of the grossest, nerdiest songs I know. <laughs>